Welcome to Power for Your Living podcast with Prophet Daniel Amwating, a timely, inspirational, and revelational message to restore your life and destiny. This message gives you the power to live your best life given to you by God. Now, to today's message. So I'm about to go through the sermon in the next 20 minutes, then we will pray today in Jesus' name. Yesterday, we... We started early, 8 a.m. We closed at 11.30. Today, I'm believing God that definitely we've got to close by 8.30. Is that okay? In Jesus' name, so that I can get more time to rest. And tomorrow, I will not do because I will not see people Friday to Saturday too. By the time, within that three days, I'll be able to rest more. By Sunday, we come back in full energy in Jesus' name. Amen. If you're happy for that one, clap your hands and bless God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So let's check a scripture right now. Let's check a scripture right now. Um, Psalm 89 verse 19. Psalm 89 verse 19. Let's be on our feet for the reading of the word of God. I'm reading from the last clause. I have exalted a young man from among the people. I have exalted a young man from among the people. And let's go to this text. Second Kings chapter 4. Second Kings chapter 4. Verse 1. The wife of a man from the company of the prophet cried out to Elisha, Your servant, my husband, is dead. And you know that my husband, he revered the Lord. But now, the creditor is coming to take my boys as his slaves. The creditor is about to take my boys away. The man is not there. Somebody is come to take the boys away. And let's go to the last test. Then we'll sit down. Luke chapter 7, verse of 11. Luke chapter 7, verse of 11. Soon afterward, Jesus went to a town called Nain, and his disciples and a large crowd, a large crowd, sorry, went along with him. Let's go. As he approached the town's gate, a dead person was being carried out. Who was the dead person? The only son of his mother. And she too was a widow. And a large crowd from the town was with her. Let's go. When the Lord saw that, his heart went to her and said, Don't cry. Then he went up and touched the coffin. And those carrying it stood still. He said, Young man, I say to you, get up. The dead man sat up and began to talk. And Jesus gave him back to his mother. Help me to speak to somebody. According to all the three scriptures, the title of my sermon in the next 20 minutes, using as a subject, help me to talk to somebody and say, my neighbor, whatever was buried in your childhood is getting up. You may be seated. I want to pray this few minutes using as a subject. Whatever that was buried in my childhood is getting up. Everybody has been young before. There's a proverb that says, If it's adulthood that nobody, many people have not entered, as for childhood, everybody has entered. The most vulnerable moment in the life of an individual is in the childhood. Because in the childhood, the child is very green. And it's those times that the stars or and the destinies of an individual is being raised or is being compromised. Since we work not with 
human bodies or just flesh and blood, but against principalities. There are many things that compromises the destinies of young people. Yes, it's very good. You come from prayerful family. You were a good woman. You wish everybody good well. well. But the child, your son, is going to sit by in classroom where's the family in the house the child is coming from. Is the child actually coming from a family that religious in prayer? Or is coming from a family who does into something evil? There are so many times that destinies of children have been compromised only based on a pen that was exchanged in classroom. I like your pen. Give me your pen. But it was not just give me your pen. It was give me your future education. A child gets to school very intelligent. But somewhere, somehow, all of a sudden, everything is going down. You have no idea what happened in exchange of pen. Another child sees another child and says, wow, your hair is so nice. I like your hair. Place the hand in the hair. You have a lot of stories like that before. And after that, the child destiny has been compromised. Two, two children can be sitting down. One would just say that, I like your shoe. Can we exchange our shoes? I want to wait and feel how it looks like. But it was not just an exchange of shoes. But it was an exchange of destinies. A lot of things have happened in the infancy of people. There are many people sitting here. They will, they, will, they will bear witness with me and say, Prophet, if I know what I know today, if I knew it back then, there are some mistakes I wouldn't have been able to make. Do I have a witness over here? Some dresses you, you, you exchange with somebody in childhood, but it was not just an exchange of dresses, it was an exchange of your glory. And now every now and then you sleep, you wake up, and in your dream, you keep seeing that particular individual. Some wrong covenant that affects different individuals. But one thing about God is that God is a God of restoration. Now it doesn't matter the mess that has been caused from our infancy. The mess that has been established from our background, God has a way of going back to bring a change and a turn around to cause something amazing to happen. And one good thing we can ever do is that any generational cycle from our background, the hand of God will stop it. We're going to our test and the Bible says, the Lord speaks of David in the book of Psalm 89 verse 19 and says, I've, I've, I've chosen a young man among the people. This particular test, this particular clause that is written on there gives something so amazing there. It simply means when God wants to raise up a person, he starts raising you from your infancy. So I speak right now over you. Any kind of raising that was supposed to have been happening for you from your infancy, that you were, you were able to raise up in some way you went down. Today, I confirm from this word, in the name of Jesus, I moved to your infancy. I moved to when you were six months. I moved from when you were two years, from seven years, and I declare, may God raise you up one more time. May you get up to your place of elevation. Get up to your place of destiny. I can only speak to you without speaking for your children. Now, I speak for you and your children in the name of Jesus anywhere God is supposed to elevate them may God elevate them in the name of Jesus the Lord that raises the Lord that elevates the Lord that brings improvement the Lord that brings deliverance may God raise and deliver everyone in the name of Jesus let God he says he says he says he says he says he says 
Bible says, it says, among, among, among the people, among the people. So out of all, God has a way to handpick. I see somebody here. Your children are about to become the stars of the future. Mm -hmm. I speak right now in the name of Jesus. Whether you have a child or not, I declare that your children are going to become the stars of the future. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Now we're going to my main test. And the Bible speaks about Jesus Christ gets into a particular city, a particular town. And the moment Jesus Christ gets into the particular city or the particular town, the name of the town or the city is called Nain. Somebody say Nain. I'm not really speaking about the town. I would have mentioned and shown you the name, the meaning of the name over there. I want to just concentrate on the young boy. The Bible says when Jesus Christ got there, there were disciples and so many people together with Jesus. But the moment Jesus got there, verse of 12, this is what surprises me. And the moment Jesus Christ, verse of 12, this is what surprises me, verse of 12. Uh, the moment Jesus Christ got over there, the Bible says as he approached the, the town gate, somebody hear me, Jesus gets into a town and the Bible says the Jesus gets into the town gate and at the town gate they saw a dead body in a coffin. God is so good that he will always meet us at the gate because at the gate who stands at the gate determines what comes out and what goes in. Listen, when you are at the gate, you have the permission and the power to determine what enters and what comes out. You are the one to dictate and say, you can go, you can come. Today, Jesus is standing at the gate of your destiny. Anything that is bad, Jesus is declaring, let it live right now. Anything in your life, anything in your life that is ugly, Jesus is standing there making a declaration, shouting and say, let it live right now. And if any satanic, hear me, any satanic arm robber has stolen anything away from your life and they are leaving you, I see Jesus under the gate. Hey, bring the child back. I speak right now. Bring your childhood back. Bring your favor back. Bring your elevation back. Bring your success back. Bring it back right now. I see Jesus standing out again. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus stands at the gate. Jesus moves at the gate. And when Jesus stands at any, any time Jesus is standing at the gate, he will make sure that whatever is not permitted to leave, will not leave. So Jesus stands at the gate and Jesus sees that some people are carrying a coffin. And inside of the coffin, there is a dead body. And the dead body, the Bible makes it to know that it's a boy, the only son, the only child of the woman. You know, anytime the Bible reads, the Bible says something and the Bible emphasizes something. You've got to understand the revelation behind it. It says the only son of the mother and now she was a widow. Prophet Daniel, what's the meaning? Can I explain to you? It means there was a generational problem in the family to make sure that no man is supposed to be alive in that family. Because if you're a widow, it means your husband is dead. And now your son is dead. Because the son should be the future husband. Oh, I can't feel somebody. So there's a spirit from backgrounds that will make sure that no man survives. So the husband will be dead and the boy too. So no male figure is supposed to be in that family. But Jesus said, hey, you that spirit, that you make sure that no male figure is supposed to be around that woman. I came to block it by fire. Today I move to your family. Any trend on children, that fights children, that fights marriages, that fights the life of people. Jesus is standing at the gates. 
I see a shift. I see a turn around. God is turning things around by the mercies and by the grace of the living God. Lift up your voice and shout, Jesus. Now hear me, my last 10 minutes. Hear me, my last 10 minutes. So this woman will never see a man around her because man is gone. Boy is gone. Because it's the boy that will grow up to be a man. So it means the woman, her future is under attack. Her present is in pain. Because her present is the boy. The future is the boy that will become a man. I don't know what is happening to anybody here. Your childhood. Or that happened to your children. Fighting your present and your future. As a matter of fact, I can also speak about the past of the woman. The past of the woman is the ex-husband. Or the late husband. So the past too, there is pain. So all her life, she's seen pain. Because at least when the husband died, she said, if my husband is there, no problem, my boy, will be, my boy is there. So that time she sees the boy, she knows that the boy is a replacement for the husband. But what will you do? That the only thing that is supposed to give you comfort has been taken away from you. The devil is so wicked that what's supposed to give you the little comfort you need is being compromised. But listen, anything that is supposed to give you comfort, that any power has targeted, I stand on this altar. I come after it. I come after it. I come after it. Whatever is supposed to give you comfort. I don't know, maybe your boy or your girl, your son or your daughter, your niece, your nephew, your business, your joy, that has been compromised. Today I come after it. I declare, hey, hey, they can't touch it. They can't touch it. They will not be able to touch it. They will not be able to touch it. Your past, your present, and your future, it is preserved name of Jesus. Let the God of the testimony city arise and come through right now by fire. Say Jesus. Sudden said they can't take it. Say they can't touch it. Now if you are here and your boy or your girl or your present or your future or your son or your daughter has been the next target because when the man died the woman said my boy is there so I don't worry but not knowing the boy had been a target whoever has placed something around you on their radar as the next target by the power of God first of all I came to shift you away from that radar number two I declare those who have made you their targets I'd rather make them our targets may God power crush the activity may God's power stop the agenda may the goodness of God destroy and rebuke and block it right now it will not work it will not work it will not succeed it will not survive let God take over right now somebody shout Jesus say it will not work say we are not the targets say our future say our future is preserved our future is covered somebody shout fire sit down sit down sit down I'll, I'll give you part two of this test on next week I'll give you part two of this test next week and hear me hear what happened the only son of the woman and she was a widow and many people followed her many people from the town 
were with her. Now the people that were from the town that were with her, I know some of them were saying, hey, this woman, your husband died three years ago. You've killed your only boy. It's very, very painful in life when people blame you for something you have no idea. It's very painful when your case becomes a scenario against you. It's very, very painful when what you are going through, people have no idea, but they think you are the root cause of it. Who wants their boy to die? Who wants their children to die? Who wants their husband to die? But in the spiritual realm, many things happen in life and everybody's eye is against you. That look at this, it's a widow and the boy too is dead. I think there's something wrong with this woman. So these people are with her, but their heart is not with her. Listen to me, and the Bible says, and they were from the same town, which means sometimes people from your own background can become your enemies. I speak right now as you pray on children. Anything, whoever is from your background, whoever is from where you are coming from, but it's an agent against your destiny. Let the God of the testimony city reject and rebuke and stop the crisis in the name of Jesus. Something shall break now. Now let's go. I have a few minutes to go. I'll give you part two of the sermon on, on next week. Let's go. So Jesus Christ saw the woman and said, don't cry. Don't cry. Uh, next week is when I'll preach about don't cry. But let me go to where I came here. Verse 14. Look at it right now. Look at it right now. Um, 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 um. Jesus, hear me. Hear me. Jesus went up and tied the coffin. Now, the, um, um, now there's a tension over here. Now, what's the tension, Prophet Daniel? Uh, the tension the test here is this. Um, if, 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 if six men and undertakers are carrying a coffin, and as a matter of fact, I'm Jesus, but my now Jesus Christ is from Middle East. Jesus is not a short man. He's from Middle East. He's so, he has a medium height, maybe five to six feet high. Okay, um, he's, not, he's from Middle East. So, um, Jesus Christ, um, so if undertakers have a, a coffin, undertakers have a coffin, if undertakers have a coffin, you don't, have to, you don't have to go up to touch. You can just stand to touch. But the Bible says he went up to touch. Okay, uh, now hear me, hear me. Uh, that's why you need a prophetic church that has Bible. Believe in, you understand? So, so check it right now. Jesus went up to touch. But Jesus Christ is not a short man like Zacchaeus. So he shouldn't go up to touch. But because Jesus has to stand there and touch. I might say the truth. But the Bible says he went up to touch. So why will he go up to touch? Now let me explain to you. Now, um, in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the Jewish culture, in the Middle Eastern culture, what happens is that when they have a coffin, number one, they don't cover. Okay. Number two, they don't buy many coffins for one family. Every family has one coffin. They are like the Muslims. Prophet Daniel explained to me. The Jewish people, when somebody dies, they don't bury. They place the body in a, in a tomb. Okay, okay. Um, uh, if you don't know that one, just go and ask Lazarus. When Lazarus died, they only put his body in a tomb. So when they place your body in a tomb, they don't put it in a casket. But when they are, they, when they are, they are carrying you from the house to the tomb, you have to be in a casket. So that when you're in the casket, when you get to the tomb, they leave you out of the casket and place you in the tomb. Now, then they will keep the casket tomorrow. So that tomorrow, when another person in the family dies, we place them in that particular casket. 
Okay. So this casket Jesus touched was the same casket they put the boy's father inside. So Jesus is saying, what fought your father? I have come up to destroy the attack. I speak right now. What happened to your father? What happened to your mother? He said the caskets carried your father. The caskets carried your uncle. But today, I will come coming up to break, to destroy that agenda. I don't know what killed your mother. In the situation, in the poverty, in the depression, in the agony, in the crisis that kept your father, that kept your mother. I came as a servant of Jehovah by fire. In the name of Jesus, I see Jesus touching it. And as Jesus touches it, it's being broken and canceled. Some shall pray. Sit down for one minute. Sit down for one minute. Sit down for one minute. So hear me. So hear me. So um, not only, not only is Jesus saying, what fought your father, what fought your mother is, is living in you. But Jesus Christ is trying to say, number two, I'm coming up. Don't know the reason because I've told you the casket was opened. So Jesus said, let me go up and confirm who is inside. So Jesus entered, get up, confirm to see who is inside. He said, it's a boy. So Jesus says, I'm about to locate what is inside. And what is inside was something that belonged to a woman that has been stolen away. Because mind you, if the boy is dead, then the woman's son has been stolen away. Because death has come to steal it away. And Jesus said to the woman, listen, because I've seen it, what was stolen away from you, I have seen it. Mm -hmm. There is somebody here, maybe they have stolen your marriage from you. But Jesus said, I have seen your marriage. My God. Jesus said, maybe they stole your future away from you. But your future that you are looking for, I have seen it. My God. Is there anybody in here who believe that Jesus, God, has sin for them what was stolen away from them yeah. I declare right now it has been located yeah. I said it it, 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 it it has been located you have found it right now it has been located listen if it has been located then the next thing that will happen if it has been located then guess what it's coming back to you Listen, if your future, if your childhood, if your stars were taken away from you, it's coming back. I said it's coming back. I said it's coming back. Child is coming back. Now sit down, have four minutes, sit down. Now, now look at this. Next week I'll go to part two of this sermon. And look at what happened. Look at what happened. The Bible says, um, Jesus Christ um, Jesus Christ went up and he touched the coffin. Church of God, hear me. Get this revelation. Um, Jesus, you came there for one assignment. And the assignment you came for is the boy. Say the boy. If Jesus came there for the boy, what Jesus should have done, that the moment he went up and he looks into and sees it, he's supposed to touch the boy. But the Bible says he didn't touch the boy, but he touched the coffin. Okay, 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 okay. I said he touched the, bo- the coffin, not the boy. Critical thinking, common knowledge. Who is, what is Jesus supposed to touch? Boy. 
Oh, good, yeah, good class. Let's go. What is Jesus supposed to touch? The ball. One more time. The ball. But the Bible says he touched the coffin. Can I speak to you? The Lord says, anything that has been keeping you, Jesus, anything that has been keeping your life, anything that has been restricting you, because if you're in a box, you are being kept, you are being restricted. If you're in a box, it means nothing is keeping you. Today, I came after whatever has been keeping you. Any disease, any cancer, any diabetes, any depression, any promise and fail, any poverty, bad friends, some of you, bad friends are keeping you. Anything that stops you from entering into your purpose, it is a box. Today I came after the box. I don't know who made the box, who designed the box, and who brought the box. Let that box catch fire. My mama, I said let that box catch fire. Let that box catch fire. Somebody shall fire. Shall break. Say by fire. I break. I break. Somebody come, 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 come out of the box. 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 Maybe you have forgotten. We are in the season of praying for children. So this box you are coming out, it's not only your box, but any box against your children, Jesus. your children's destinies, they are coming out. Jesus. Your children's future, Jesus. they are coming out. Shout, I'm coming out. I'm coming out. Shout, I'm coming out. One more time. I'm coming out. Let's go. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. Say, I'm coming out. I'm coming out. Now. Say, my children. My children. Your destiny. Your destiny. It's coming out. It's coming out. We are out. By fire. By fire. Hear me. I love this sermon so much, but I can't finish preaching because I want to close early today. But somebody hear me right now. Anything that has been keeping you. Jesus. I said anything that has been keeping you. Jesus. Listen, Jesus is so powerful that he didn't touch the boy. Because Jesus said, let me tell you the reason. Jesus said, there's no need for me to touch the boy. Because if I touch the boy, the coffin will keep him tomorrow. But if I break the coffin, the boy will not enter into any coffin. Landolebe. So hear me. When Jesus is giving you deliverance, he gives you permanent deliverance. He also gives you deliverance for your future. I speak by fire. Today, by authority, by the oil in this house, your future is secure. The future of your children, they are all secure. Nothing can keep you. Nothing can keep you. Nothing will fight you. Nothing will destroy you. Nothing will crush you. Shout, I am out. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. I will do it on Tuesday and Wednesday. But let me just give you another one. Lift up your hands. And, 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 hear, me, and hear me. I'm trying my better sort of bone to do. Hear me. Uh, check it right now. The moment, hear me. The moment Jesus start the box, the Bible says, those carrying it, these two still. Okay, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Hear me. Jesus didn't tell the guys to stand still. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Jesus, as a matter of fact, he didn't tell the guys that, hey, Charlie, Muino, hey, stand there. No, he didn't do that. He only tied the box. And when he tied the boys, those carrying it to still. It means those who are stealing from you. 
those who are carrying your destiny and want to take it away, I see them standing still. Any satanic arm robber, any demonic arm robber, that has carried something that belongs to you, and they are on their way. I see them standing still. I see them standing still. Whether it's your mother, your father, friend, a colleague, any malam, any false prophet, any voodoo priest that is carrying your staff and they are running away. I shout at them, hey, stand still. Hey, stand still. Hey, stand still. They are standing still. If they are carrying your peace of mind, your joy, your success, your blessings, they are standing still. Now hear me. Mind you, this week I'm preaching about children. So if anybody has carried your children's past and they are running away with it by fire, I shout at them. Stand still. Lift up your right hand. Lift up your hands. Next week, I'll go to the part two of this sermon. Don't miss it. And Sunday, too, I'll give you another part. I'll, 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 okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you part on Sunday and some on Tuesday, some on Wednesday, and next Sunday. But next year, by the grace of God, I'll use one month to teach about this test. A lot of things are inside. A lot of things are inside. It's after he touched that he said, get up. He didn't say get up before touching. He touched and said, get up. It's a sermon for another day. Lift up your hands. You're about to lift up two prayers. You're about to pray into your childhood. Whatever happened in your childhood, Jeez. the person who took your, your shoe, who took your stars, the person who even used the hand on your face, the person who became your friend, the person who kissed you first. Anything that happened in your infancy that was an agent of the enemy to compromise your destiny. Today, and hear me, I told you every prayer we are doing is in two, two in one. One for you and one for your. If you don't have children, one for your unborn. Is that okay? So anything I say for you, make sure that you pray the same for your children. Say I pray. I pray into my childhood. Into my childhood. Say by fire. By fire. Whatever. Whatever was compromised. Was compromised. Whatever. Whatever was taken away. Was taken away from my childhood. From my childhood. My God. Don't say ejato baby. My God, whoever carried that thing that belongs to you, I see fire of God in that place. Now, somebody clap once and pray right now. Let's go. Clap once and pray. Clap once and pray. Oh, my God. 
is supposed to be Jesus where you are supposed to arrive my God you're about to declare God let me enter there amen do, do you understand the prayer point yeah. where your destiny is supposed to enter where you are supposed to be according to the calendar of Jehovah Jesus may God cause you to enter Amen. Say my destiny. My destiny. Where I'm supposed to enter. Where I'm supposed to enter. I enter. I enter. Where my children. Where my children. Are supposed to enter. Are supposed to enter. I enter. I enter. Now. Where my destiny. Where my destiny. Is supposed to be. Is supposed to be. By fire. Somebody enter there. Enter. Enter there. Enter. Join the prayers. Yes. Hear me? This is the next prayer. That in Jesus' name. Jesus. Nobody in your bloodline. Anymore, Jesus. From you to anybody in your bloodline. Jesus. Can I tell you what I'm about to say? Yes. Or die young. Amen. The one who, are, who is saying amen. amen. Something has happened. Brother Daniel, why do you say that nobody should die young? Hear me? Any time you want to understand something, you've got to check what, whatever Jesus Christ came to do. I've told you, Jesus is a sign. When you see Jesus, Jesus is not the destination, it's a sign. So he said that God himself will give you a sign, and the virgin will be with a child. Jesus was a sign for us to, to follow. But Brother Daniel, why? In the days of Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ in his ministry, he resurrected three people from the grave. In the whole ministry of Jesus Christ, he, he preached for 33, he was 33 years, he preached for three years. He resurrected three people from the grave. And hear me, all the three people he resurrected from the grave, they were young people. So it's a sign that he doesn't want anybody to die young. Number two, he died young. He died 33. Why? 
He died young so that you can have long life. Amen. Okay, Prophet Daniel, Prophet Daniel, Prophet Daniel, show me, show me, show me, show me. Lazarus was a young guy. Darius' daughter was 12 years. And the Bible says it is a woman's young. Oh, okay, 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 check it right now. He, what, what, what did Jesus Christ say? Young man. It means he was younger than Jesus. Lift up your hands. So all the three people resurrected from the grave, they were young people. They're about to pray that God, me and my generation, including me and my children and my descendants, no mother will bury their child. Amen. Say by fire. By fire. No young person, no young person will, die. will die. Say hey. hey. Any death. Any death. Any death. Against any young person, it will not happen. Say, oh Jesus, if you resurrected, if you resurrected, young people, young people, there's no young person. Thank you for joining us on Power for Your Living podcast. You can contact Prophet Daniela Martin on www.danielamartin.net or call the toll-free number one eight four four. 314-7337 or call plus 233-240-799910 or email amoatt at hotmail.com If you are blessed by this message, you can prayerfully consider partnering with this ministry by giving your offering on www.danielamwating.net or cash up, dollar sign, power of worship, one, or PayPal, info at danielamwating.net or MTN Mobile Money, 055-0000881. Thank you. You can worship with Prophet Daniela Mwating at Power of Worship International Ministries, Spinktest Road, Accra, Ghana, or any of his international branches across the world. Visit us on our social media handles, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, Clubhouse at Daniel Amwating or Power of Worship International on Facebook. Thank you.